0: mcaa football today from memorial stadium in lincoln nebraska
1: oklahoma and nebraska
2: and a whole lot of games here on this week's weekend spread we got winners 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 just kidding we have a lot of losers except for one guy with fi- uh, over 500 and that's me Folks, welcome to the weekend spread. I'm your host Bobby Howard. With me, we got Jameson, we got Ty, we got Bone Blake, and folks. For people who like to talk about crow a lot, I see a lot of crow on the table right here.
1: Not one of us. No, has, has no, said no one said about eating crow if we don't have a good. No,
2: no, 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 no. I, I'm just saying everyone talked about all my crow, but I, it turns out uh, Texas, you brought I, it up
1: more than we did.
2: With Texas, Absolutely I was eventually. Wrong. With Texas, I was eventually right. That they would blow up, and they did. And then I, you know, I I picked against everyone. They made fun of me. Y'all made fun of me for all the other picks. And they, you know, other than Kansas, they they kind of worked, folks. I feel pretty good. Broken clock
3: is right
0: twice a day, Robert. (laughs) Right twice a day.
2: In this case, five times compared to y'all's two and three. We never came on the air and
3: said we would eat a crow if something happened. We were just picking. You know, that just happens. Sometimes you just have a bad week. We had a bad week. Bobby has one big good week, and he thinks that he can try to get that crow taste out of his mouth that he did or did not eat. If anyone is listening that is in law enforcement, he did not eat a crow. Legally he did speaking, not eat any eat crow. crow. No crow. No um, crazy.
2: <laughs> or n- No, no Be- legal. No illegal avian were uh, eaten uh, on this show, or avian, uh, avian, avi. I don't know the plural for birds, but just birds. No bird, no bad birds were eaten. But anyways, guys, what a wild week in college football. I personally enjoyed it. And before we get started, I just kind of want to ask you all um, your, your thoughts on the week. Uh, you know how crazy, just how crazy it was. Uh, we had cats falling out of the out of upper decks. We had uh, Florida State losing. Uh, Clay Helton's fired now. Just, just a wild week of, of college football. Um, and, and Blake, just what, what was it? What was last week like? It was just craziness.
0: Yeah, this is just one of those weeks where look, like I had a twenty-five pit, pick slate on Sunday, and after eleven o'clock, nothing was hitting. And instead of just getting down in the dumps whenever that's happening, you just got to root for chaos. At that point, you're losing money, but at least have some fun with it. And. Oh, Boy, did we have some fun with it last week? We saw Ohio State go down. We saw even like some of the worst teams, like Florida State, were still getting shocked. We saw like some very, just very good, very close games. Even Appalachian State, you got that covered there, Bobby. They were keeping it close. It was just a great weekend of college football. And if something were to go very wrong with your picks, it
2: might as well have been last weekend. That that is true, because everything was on fire. Uh, and Ty, I, I feel like of everyone who loves chaos, you might love it the most. Uh, what was your favorite part of the madness last week?
1: Um, ooh, it's it's hard to to pick one. I I gotta say it's pretty iconic. The Florida State player proposing to his girlfriend while <laughs> they're losing, uh, and the other team is celebrating <laughs> on the field, because it's like there definitely was plenty of other time like that ring could have stayed in his pocket. It's like week two of the season at home was not like your last shot to do that, bro. Like you could have just been like, all right, you know, we'll try this again next week or next home game or whatever. So just the decision to just go ahead with that uh, is, is kind of ridiculous. Notre Dame almost losing uh, was, was crazy. You know, it's just the whole, the whole week was just absolute chaos and a great week to, to be a fan. I mean, Arkansas, Texas made Arkansas look like Bama, which was absurd. It was just, it was a great week to be a fan of college football. And I, for the sake of betting hope that the chaos maybe doesn't continue forward, but for the sake of being a fan and in the competitiveness of the sport, uh you love to see just unexpected things happening. You know, Colorado, I love my Buffaloes uh, out there, almost upsetting AM, all sorts of neat stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, co- shout out Colorado, man. A and M, A and M should have lost that one, but uh, God, what, what a wild, day, what a wild day in college football. Uh, Jameson, I'll let you go before we uh, dive into the picks. Your favorite thing of the madness. I mean, we we haven't even talked about Oregon beating Ohio State, which is which is
3: nuts. And we'll talk we'll kind of hit on the Iowa Iowa State game cuz we kind of talked about that being kind of a toss-up. But Oregon beating Ohio State with Oregon having their best two defensive players out that they mentioned maybe 30 times throughout the freaking broadcast, but obviously that's all they have to say. Um, and Oregon looked legitimate. That's the thing. Ohio State, yeah, they had their moments where they weren't looking that hot, but Oregon looked like a legitimate Good team, and making all that Pac-12 North talk, you know, maybe Oregon
2: can sneak and go through and run the table. Yeah, Oregon's a legit con- uh, contender. That defense was really good, and it wasn't like one of those upsets where Ohio State just looked bad all the way through, and you know, Oregon just like snuck by. Oregon outplayed them.
1: Just no, the mm-hmm. the Pac-12 is is showing this season for sure that they are a Power Five conference. You know, it's, I've been. <gasps> one of, it's just it. Oregon. <laughs> In years past, (laughs) what do you mean just Oregon? Colorado is an abysmal. Colorado is bottom of the table. UCLA's quarterback
0: got hurt, and then
1: USC lost to Stanford. And if if Bam ASU struggling struggling against UNLV, it's a lot of trash. No, the pack is the pack is nationally competitive this year.
2: How many big losses
1: could have gone into Ohio State? BYU. BYU oh, beat Utah. BYU is not a Big 12 team. I don't think Oklahoma could have gone into Ohio State and won this weekend. Can't, I really don't. The way that Ohio
3: State is playing, I mean, even though they played average, they just didn't blow us away. Um, you know, UCLA right now being a top 15 team is absolutely laughable. That's that's about all you got.
0: I yep. don't – I. They had a good. I think they got a good win against LSU. I oh, I'm I'm not
3: saying anything bad about UCLA. They beat LSU, and that was great. You know that they, they they played really well there. But if you're talking about like that, that's your your hat that you're hanging on, like UCLA in Oregon. You know, or yeah, Oregon played really two. well. Yeah, but that's that's it. That's it. That's it. The, UCLA being top 15 and saying that that makes the Pac-12 like legitimate. That, that ain't it because they just played two games so far and um, it's UCLA. And I still got a lot to see before I actually believe in that team.
1: Right. Fair, fair enough. I mean, fair no, enough. I'm saying as of right now, they are, you know, they have a winning record against every other conference right now, I believe. Okay.
2: Well, let's just get into our picks. I think we're probably ready to get this dang thing going. So we're going to go snake draft or snake picks as always. Uh, I'm going to kick this thing off. We're going to go, me, Ty, Jameson, Blake, loop that back around. And uh, let's get it started with our first of our picks. Cincinnati at Indiana. Uh, the Bearcats favored by three and a half. Uh, our graphic's a little messed up here. I apologize. Um, and let's let's be honest. Indiana, really tough start for the Hoosiers. Uh, you know, straight off the bat, really embarrassing loss. But this is a chance to redeem them. Um I don't know if they do it here. Cincinnati looked weak last week. Uh, did rebound, got a big win uh, towards the end, but you know that first half kind of concerns me. That being said, uh, I I I I think Cincinnati is just good enough to get this cover. Indiana is not the team they used to be. Neither is Cincinnati, but hey, they might get exposed at some point this year. So uh, give me the Bearcats minus three and a half. Ty.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot for this one. Uh, I I like Cincy by three here as these are two teams that i just never really can get interested in so i, I can't bother to to watch but uh i will take the, uh, the favorite at three it's oh, yeah. 350 it's
3: three and a half right bobby yeah
1: it's three and a half okay yeah so i'll, I'll take him at three and a half as well obviously yeah. awesome
3: jameson who do you got yeah um i like you know desmond ritter as a quarterback at cincinnati i think he's been really talented for the past year um and what we saw from indiana in week one showed you nothing to be confident about and yeah it's not like they played anyone last week to show me anything either um cincinnati's a legitimate team this is but you know this isn't going to be an easy game for them but uh I, i like i said i really like the quarterback i really like the team around them and i'm gonna go cincinnati as well
2: yeah fair enough uh blake who do you got
0: i hate consensus but look Michael Penix, one of the worst quarterback performances coming out week 1. Zero touchdowns, three interceptions, not even 50% passes completed. You're telling me you're going up against a good Cincinnati squad that took Georgia down to the line in the Peach Bowl last year. They played a whole bunch of trash this year, but they're basically bringing back that same squad, maybe a little bit less on the defense versus an Indiana team. I don't I'm not betting on Michael Penix at all. Give me Cincinnati. Bearcats going to roll.
2: Fair enough. I, I also do not like Michael Penix, and I'm sorry the name. Just overall, just like Mike, Mike Penix. <laughs> okay, okay. Moving moving on to our next game. This is a big one. Auburn at Penn State. Uh, uh, Nittany Lions favored by six in Happy Valley. Um, Blake, do you think that SEC speed is going to uh, have an advantage over <laughs> over the Penn State uh, Nittany Lions here?
0: This is the absolute worst game to pick on the schedule because you either got to choose Bo Nix or you got (laughs) to choose the Big Ten version of Bo Nix, which is Clifford for Penn State. Both of them throw hella picks. They suck at quarterback and you got to pick one of these. So I look at it and Penn State been impressive. Not going to lie. They shut out uh, Wisconsin on the road. Shut out Ball State, a good MAC team. I don't trust MAC teams early on in the year. Good MAC team, nonetheless. But then you have Auburn. Auburn's been just straight boat racing, random teams. <laughs> and with points between two bad quarterbacks, give me Bo Nix. I hate this. Yes! But I just remember the Auburn-Oregon game and Bo Nix underthrowing the game-winning throw by 10 yards and the receiver made the best play of all time. I'm taking Auburn. This is bad. This is bad. Don't bet this game. If you're putting extra money, don't bet this game. You'll hate yourself.
2: (laughs) It does sound painful. Jameson, who do you got? I love me some Bo Nicks, Blake.
3: Give me Auburn plus six, baby. Yes. <laughs> Going in, I'm eating trash, baby. Give me all the trash. I'm hungry. Gimme it.
2: Jamison's out here partying like it's <laughs> partying like it's 2019, and they just Bo Nix just came back and beat Oregon. I love it. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right, Ty, who do you got? I, I can I just say Blake's description of someone as the Big Ten version of Bo sounds like the worst possible like combination of words I can ever think of um, but I, I will say when I looked at this one really the one thing it came down to for me was uh, how much these these teams have been tested and, and Penn State has played a conference game against a ranked I think they're probably worse than everyone expects and I think that's becoming obvious but a ranked Wisconsin team Auburn has played Akron and then like Appalachian state or something like, like one of those like trash, like FCS teams. Um, So not, no, I'm sorry, not Appalachian Alabama state. But they, Al- yeah, state. Alabama state. Like they, Auburn has not, I understand they boat raise people and I understand they have, they have that ability, but this is their first, you know, big boy game of the year. This is not Penn state's first big boy game of the year and it's at Penn state. So I'm comfortable with a, 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 a minus six for Penn State here for the home team. Yeah,
2: I, I'm also rolling with the Nittany Lions here. I think they're a much improved team from last year. Um, I, I get that Auburn is, you know, has been killing teams, but you know, you, you can only play FCS East so many times. I think uh, Penn State has the, uh, the they, they have a seasoned win on them. They they have that under their belt. I think they're I think Happy Valley is going to be rocking. That is going to be an absolute, incredibly, just incredible atmosphere. Auburn's not going to be phased by it, but it's going to boost Penn State up. Again, um, I I I concur do, with Blake. Do not bet this game. It will be. It is trash. But uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the home favorites here. I think six is a, a solid enough number to take Penn State. Anything higher, and I would be a little nervous. Um, moving on, great battle in the SEC early. The Alabama Crimson Tide going into the swamp to uh, face the Florida Gators, uh, Bamba, favored by 15 and a half. I'm going to get this thing started. So first time we had a, a, a good Alabama game, the, the big concern was, were they getting too many points against Miami? And they weren't. They murdered them. Well, let me, let me just say this right now. Florida is not a very good team. I, I think Florida lost a lot, a lot of pieces last year. They are not as good as uh, their ranking indicates. And personally, I, I do not see, I do not see this game being competitive. I think Alabama wins big in the swamp. Uh, and this, this is going to be a, a bit of a minor test. They, they, they have the ability to overcome moments like this. You know, we, we've seen. The same 15 and a half line against bad LSU teams. They come out with a win anyways. So give me the tide. Ty.
1: Easy. This one is easy, easy money. I think it's, I think it's a little high right now. I think it will correct itself a little bit. Uh, But I think uh, Bama minus 15 and a half. They're going to Florida. No factor. Uh, Florida, I think is riding some residual highs from previous years. I think, I think they've probably lost a little step this year, uh, in my opinion, and I think that that Bama takes this one pretty easily. I think Florida has a rough road ahead of them, uh, especially with as as good as Georgia's looking as well. So give me Bama, uh, give me Bama, of course here, for sure. Jameson?
3: yeah, um, like you said, Bobby, there is a lot of turnover on that offense side of the ball from Florida. So let's just talk about that. Do they have the offensive firepower to keep up the Alabama? I don't believe in Emory Jones, their quarterback. He threw two interceptions for South Florida, a team that is just miserable in the past couple of years. And then, okay, let's take on the other side of this. Can their defense at least hold Alabama to enough to keep it within 15 and a half? That same South Florida game, they gave up 20 to South Florida, 20 points.
2: Yeah, give me Alabama. For sure. <laughs> yeah, dang. Uh, Blake, will you complete the consensus here?
0: Y'all are all wrong. (laughs) Florida is going to cover this game, and let me tell you why. For what y'all were saying about Bama and boat racing teams, I know, I saw the Miami game, I was on Miami, but look. (laughs) Bama beat Mercer by 34 points. That is sad. Like, they should wake up and beat Mercer by 70. They won by 34 this past weekend. And look, I saw Florida... uh, Florida and uh, South Florida's final box score. But let me tell you this. Emory Jones isn't the problem here. It's going to be Anthony Richardson. This guy put up the most sexy stat line in USF. He's probably not going to start, but once like Emory Jones is going to come out, play like crap. And then this guy, Anthony Richardson's going to come in. He had seven attempts, seven passing and rushing attempts as quarterback. He was three for three passing for 152 and two touchdowns. And then he had four attempts rushing for 115 yards and one touchdown. This guy is going to be a menace. He's going to be a menace for Alabama. They're not going to be prepared for him. They're going to be prepared for Emery Jones. They're going to pull this guy out at halftime. They're going to start swarming back a little bit. I think they get the backdoor cover with Anthony Richardson. He is electric. As we saw back, like, it feels like 20 years ago with Johnny Menzel – Running quarterbacks can give them issues. And Derek Henry was supposed to, or Derek King was supposed to do that, didn't do that because it was torn ACL, his bum ACL that I didn't know about. And I made oh, a mistake on. there. But I told you. His <laughs> bum ACL. But Anthony Richardson, this redshirt freshman, is a lightning bolt. He is electric. He is going to cover this. Florida plus 15 and a half at home. Thank me later, y'all.
2: I think you just, you did the exact same thing that you did with the Miami game, but you just switched out Florida and Derek King, you know, you, you just, you just flopped the words around. I, I, I know. I know. They I know have, what they have, have, have we- no tape. They have no tape on this guy. They I'm have like, seven plays. As
0: I said, seven plays. He ran seven plays and just ran all over them. How are you going to get tape on this guy?
1: <laughs> I,
3: un- I understand that whenever you're on podcast and you're putting your your thing out to the public, that you gotta have to have a lot of freezing cold takes. Because if we just say moderate stuff, nobody's going to give you. Dude, but let I, me just I'm- say.
0: I will show you my account right when 15-and-a-half Florida came out. I placed a bet on them. I no, am no, no, that no, no, no. confident. I am, I am that
1: confident.
3: That and Florida I completely respect you for that. I completely respect you for that. But I'm going to criticize you, and you're going to say that Florida's quarterback, starting quarterback, is going to get pulled at halftime, and they're going to yep. cover. What is yep, that yep. how does that match up? <laughs>
1: your your strategy is that their starter is gonna be so atrocious, yep, that they're gonna get in such a terrible hole that their backup is gonna come in, who reminds you of Johnny Manziel, who you think played 20 years ago, and Derek Henry, who was a running back for bama
0: yes he's going to cover he's <laughs> going to cover it's going to be electric
1: they're going to be like here so comes far,
0: the gators how far the they down do they have to be the bum ACL.
1: quarterback and put in their second in their second quarter. like
0: i think they'll get down by like 14 or 21 like two or three really bad drives they're going to put this guy in you think if they're down, he's down by electric two
1: touchdowns to bama they're going to pull their quarterback
0: yep oh. This guy, he's already on. He's already on the fringe. He's barely hanging by a thread. So two, three and outs. Two, three and outs. Anthony Richardson's coming in. It's going to start lighting up. And it's going to be a fireworks show, baby. Oh, my God. I-,
2: I could listen to this all day, but we got we got to move on to some more picks for sure. Um, next up, we have the uh, – honestly, what are the games in the Big 12 I'm most excited excited for? It's the Suck Bowl. Baylor at Kansas. The Bears getting 17.5 points. Blake, I'll let you start off on this one. Um, we've talked about how bad K- Baylor is. Are they covering this 17 and a half?
0: They are. The Jason Bean come out game against Coastal Carolina was great, but when I look back at it, all those emotions going through me, they still didn't cover the spread. KU had the game of the life their lifetimes this season and still didn't cover the spread.
2: Still didn't. Jason Bean would have scored that game-winning touchdown if he was in. Got hurt. I mean,
0: Jason Bean, I looked it up, he could barely throw the ball worth crap. Like, I thought he's a lot better. Barely 50%, if not less. Good runner, but look, Bohannon's clicking. They destroyed Texas Southern this past weekend. I think the Boco was the anomaly. Baylor's not going to be good this year, but I think Kansas is really that bad. I got the perfect juicy line after seeing Kansas do something. People are going to overhype him. Give me Baylor.
3: Okay, there you go. Uh, Jameson, who do you got? Um, So let's talk about Texas Southern. Uh, They lost their first game to Prairie View. I don't know what that is. 40 to 17. (laughs) So So Prairie View goes on and beats them by 23. And yes, Baylor beat them by 59. Good. But I'm a man of the bean and I want to be a bean man. I was so bad. I I understand that Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, I picked them. I felt pretty good about them covering last week. But man, did I want to be a man of the bean last week and cheer harder for him. And I just want that feeling. Let me get on the bean train, everyone,
2: all aboard. I'm picking Kansas, baby, at home. I love it. I love it. Ty, who do you got?
1: Yeah, I, I love to see Jamison back on the mighty bean train. <laughs> long, long <history> there. <laughs> uh, but I will say, I will say, uh, when it comes down to this game. Two words, four syllables, and I gotta say it: Kansas outright. Whoa! Out. Yes. I mean, so, okay, that should not be surprising yes. because I committed myself to this take like a month ago with because I didn't do my homework prior to the Big Twelve Picks Pod. So, like, I'm just like required. Like, I, I'm fully committed to this. There's no other like path. And I, you guys, laugh now, but. This is, I think, less absurd than what Blake just said about Bama the past every time we've discussed anyone playing Bama. So, All right. So,
2: okay, I love it. Okay, make it three beans in a pod. I'm going with the Jayhawks. Look, they almost pulled it off against Coastal. They're going to get the the J- you didn't, Bobby. They didn't even with the spread. They we were there for one half. I was talking. I said they almost pulled off the spread against Coastal. Coastal cool. is. I'm, I'm picking spreads, Blake. I'm picking spreads here, buddy. I believe. I believe in the bean. I am one of. I'm a bean boy. <laughs> all, all, th- all three of us are some bean boys right now. I think the Kansas <laughs> gets this cover at home. They're going to win one for Lance Leipold. This is good. This is going to be the one that gets KU over that minus one and a half mark. Give me KU. I love it. <laughs>
3: Oh my god! This is this is a two thirty game, and I'm going to be running
2: from the Nebraska game straight to a TV to watch the Bean. Oh, come to y'all! Come to our tailgate. We will have we will be the only tailgate on campus showing Baylor uh, KU. I I can't wait. Get your
3: ESPN Plus ready.
2: Oh yes, I can't wait to forget about that. Uh, Forget to cancel that one. All right, moving on to our next game. This is a game I know Blake loves. Uh, The Nevada Wolf Pack, and they're very strange. Like. I don't know, horny wolf with a hat uh, at I Kansas think State.
0: Dapper wolf. It's, he's it's a dapper, dapper wolf.
2: Yeah, he's not. He's not as. He's not as. Uh, he's not as bad as the uh, uh, NC State one, who's literally slobbering uh, at Kansas State. Um, so this line, uh, Nevada at Reno, favored by two and a half. And as much as I love Kansas State, with the news that Skylar Thompson is down. And uh out indefinitely as in, he will not uh play until he shows up uh against OU and inevitably beats us. Um y- you gotta go with Nevada here. I've been listening to Blake's takes. I I agree with him on this. I'm riding with the Wolfpack um as well. So go UNR minus, uh, two and a half. I think they pulled us off. K State looked very, very unimpressive with Skylar Thompson out um against who. I don't know the little
3: Southern,
2: the, the Salukis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern Illinois, the Salukis. They played in Oklahoma City one year in the Big uh, the uh, uh, NCAA tournament. So, yeah, give me uh, give me Nevada to beat K State here. Ty.
1: Yeah, I think I think Nevada is the easy take here. K State, um, unfortunately, hard times for for K State right now, and I think uh, Nevada is going to capitalize. I don't really know anything about Nevada. Uh, I, I really am picking against K-State here, but yeah, give me Nevada minus two and a half.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jamison, who you got?
3: Yeah, Blake, your boy had four touchdowns and zero interceptions last week looking pretty good. Um, Here's yeah. No Skyler Thompson. We've seen this for a long time. Whenever he goes out, even, you know, he's, you know, he's a good player. He's not like a game changer, but whenever that offense loses him, they go to their backup and will Howard and will Howard. It just is perennially miserable as a quarterback. He just comes in and just kills everything that they have. Um, do not feel confident at all there. Um, they will be in shambles. Um, let's see if Nevada can come out and pull off a be- another big one. So let's go with Nevada minus
2: two and a half. I, I just love the phrase perennially miserable. Uh, <laughs> it's so accurate for Will Howard. We do not accept him as a Howard. Uh, I, I Speaking for the other Howards. Um, Alright Blake, I, I, I feel like the air has been let out of your balloon here, but uh, as I can see by your shirt, you're excited for Nevada, so go off. Let's
0: go. You know where I'm going, the Wolf Pack. I've been tooting their horn all year long, and even after last week it converted a little bit more, TCU played Cal, played poorly against Cal, but look, Nevada, a Mount West school, on the road, at Cal, played significantly better than TCU a soon to be probably in the next few weeks played them. And I've been saying this all year. Cal's offense is awesome. Carson Strong is an incredible quarterback. They have three Blintikoff uh, watch list guys at receiver. They're an electric offense. They are like my new Hawaii to bet because they don't, they don't usually play till nine 30 at night. They're awesome. They're fun. Give me the wolf pack. Woo! Because Will Howard. He yeah, Jameson hit hit it on the hit hammer on the nail right there. Will Howard sucks. He's really bad. Like he's really, really bad. So if anything, just fade him. I think this is given a two and a half. That's just easy money.
3: I think has gone down to two as well.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh yeah, we took it. I'm gonna hit again. I'm gonna hit again. Like, this is, like, this is, Nevada is so good. Like, I'm starting to get excited. I, they're not, I don't think they're, they're going to go undefeated. I think they might. They might. They oh, might. They, get, they play
3: Boise next week. R2, yep. not, not next week, Um, their next game. They, they get a bye the next yeah. week and then
2: the next week's up. I'm loving this spicy Mountain West action. I'm all about at, Boise.
3: at Boise. At
2: Boise. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It's going to be, talk about, put that on the
0: slate, Bobby. I don't care. I don't care what else is on the week. Put that on the slate. I'm not doing that as a wild card game. We're talking about that one.
2: Now, speaking of Boise, uh, Oklahoma State travels to the blue turf this weekend oh. to take on Boise State. The Broncos favored by four at home. Uh, Oklahoma State. Really rough start so far to the season, narrowly escaping uh, both Missouri State and Tulsa. Um, Blake, do you think the Broncos get a home cover? I
0: think this one, it goes back to a few things. First, similar to Hawaii, when you're on the blue turf, you just got to bet for Boise. I know that's going to change in a few weeks, but you just got to bet for Boise here. They perform so much better on the blue turf. And look, Spencer Sanders sucks. Like, this man is a legitimately bad quarterback. I thought he was going to take the uh, take the jump last year. Didn't really, and I was like, oh, he's just waiting a year or going to be fine. Last week versus Tulsa, it killed any support I had for OSU this year doing anything good. There's no way. They haven't had a convincing win yet. At least Boise can blow out UTEP. I don't even think OSU can do that right now. Give me Boise. Buck Meyer's awesome. They're fun. OSU sucks this year. They're awful.
3: Yeah, th- that's the thing. I am torn because I would think that Oklahoma State would come out and bounce back, but you'd said that last week, and then to come out versus Tulsa and almost lose to a team that just lost to an FCS opponent. The- I I don't know what's going on there. Oklahoma State, I think that here's the thing with Spencer Sanders. He can't throw the ball unless he throws it up to the moon and Tylan Wallace comes down with it in the corner of the end zone. That's the only throw he knows how to. He throws the ball so high. Into the corners and that you just roast fades all day. And I'm sorry, there's no wide receivers on that Oklahoma State roster that can do that. No, give me give me Boise State minus four.
1: Fair, fair enough, Ty. Yeah, I I like Boise minus four here as well. I think they, you know, inherently have a, a great home field advantage. It's a you know a, a really far uh, way to travel, and Oklahoma State, like everyone else has talked about, has just been very very disappointing um this year so far. So, you know, you never know. Mike Gundy is a, a decent coach, but I like Boise by four year. Yeah,
2: I, I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse here, but
1: yeah, OSU does not look like
2: the team that um we thought they were. Boise for all their flaws, I think they can handle Oklahoma State at home on the Blue Turf. I say they uh they they get this cover here for sure. Um, moving on, we have a, uh, game that should be an ACC game, but is not an ACC game. It is Virginia Tech at West Virginia. Mountaineers favored by two and a half at home at the venerable Milan Pushkar Stadium. Um, I'm going to get it started here. I have been out on West Virginia since week one, since previews. And, uh, this line to me is, I, I think it's still a little funky, uh, Look, I, I I'm I'm wary of the Hokies being a one hit wonder after their big win over North Carolina, but at the same time, I'm I'm still out on West Virginia. Um, give me Virginia Tech to uh, win on the road. This is this is a tricky pick. I know I might be stepping in it a bit, but uh, I think the Hokies can pull this one off.
1: Ty. Yeah, I think I think Virginia Tech outright, like you said, is the uh, is the way to go. I, I really don't see what other people are seeing that has West Virginia even favored here. I, I would have assumed that there would be a bigger reaction uh, to what was admittedly an upset win uh, by uh, Tech, uh, Virginia Tech against UNC. But I really think at, at this point we're getting into the the point of the season where I think it's. <clears throat> safe to bet on sort of the proven teams. Like I talked about with Penn state Auburn Uh, and Virginia tech is the more proven team here. And I think hopefully that's going to show. And I I think uh, I think they're just straight up outright. Um, But yeah, give me, give me Virginia tech to cover. Nice. Jameson.
3: Yeah. Yeah. um, I I completely understand that side of the argument. This can be a really good game. It's going to be fun to watch just from the curiosity of a big 12 perspective. I'm I'm with you, Bobby. I'm worried about Virginia Tech being one hit wonder because I feel like I've seen them do this in the past multiple times. So it makes me feel weird. And I'm going to go back to what I said after that Maryland loss. I understand West Virginia did not play well. They you know they lost and they were on the road, but they turned the ball over f- I think four times. And you know Maryland didn't. And I think that they, if they can. Con- pose themselves, not turn the ball over that much, and get within the run game with Letty Brown, I think they can pull off the win. So I'm going to go against the grain and go West Virginia minus two and a half.
2: Fair enough, fair enough. I, I feel like that is a very small line for a, a home team. So I, I I definitely I definitely feel that. Blake, who do you got?
0: Well, we got one sane person on this podcast. Give me West Virginia. I think y'all are overreacting to two different games. First, UNC vatech. UNC outgained them in about every statistical category besides score, and Virginia Tech was lucky enough to come out of there with a win, and they played Middle Tennessee State last week. They won by like 21-28 versus like a small school like that. And I looked at their stats. They're averaging less than 150 pass yards per game. This team, like Virginia Tech, the reason why they're not favored in this game and they're ranked is because they have an anemic passing offense. They can't, like, they cannot move the ball to save their lives. And I know there's not much to uh, look at when it comes to West Virginia with that, but look, like West Virginia was up on Maryland going into the fourth. And it was two unfortunate turnovers that turned the tide of that game. But, it went out last week versus a absolute nobody, but allowed less than 100 yards for them. They have a very stout defense, like I talked about whenever the West Virginia-Maryland matchup. So they have a good defense, and I trust their offense to move it a little bit more than Virginia Tech, which Virginia Tech was struggling to move it against Middle Tennessee State. I just can't trust that. This is just one of those rankings that they get early on uh the ap voters give them because they upset it a preseason favorite and i was really high on unc but look like just because you beat one team at the beginning of the year doesn't make you a good team give me west virginia this is just this is a track game people will think virginia tech is better just because they're ranked but give me west virginia
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no no I, I think that's fair and you know it, it's kind of the same thing we did the first time west virginia uh you know, me and Ty had dissenting opinions on it. Where you all have a a, a bunch of really good stats, and our response is West Virginia bad, and uh, <laughs> it worked the first time. It might not work this time. We'll see. But I, I, I I'm. You got to ride with a horse that gets you there, um, and that horse is West Virginia bad. So yeah,
1: my just to be clear, my pick here was not Virginia Tech is good, uh, although that's what I kind of spoke to a little bit more. My take here was that I still have yet to see anything redeemable from West Virginia. So I'm just going to continue to pick That's against fair. them.
0: That's fair. There you go. Because they That's have not enough. put the record does not. Yeah. The record does not indicate that they're good at all. So
2: fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Next up, we got the game of the century, the game. Everybody's going to be watching this college football Saturday. We got the Nebraska corn Huskers traveling to Norman, uh, OU is favored by 23. I don't know why that seems a little inflated to me. Um, kidding, of course. All right, Blake, you're going to start us off here. Do you think the Sooners are going to cover this 23 point spread? Crap. I was hoping
0: I wouldn't be the first one. This is like, I do all, like, I research all the picks. And when I looked at this one, I would go, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> like, Look, like oh, OU blew out Western Carolina. They were bad against Tulane. They're a good team. Nebraska bad team. i just give me Nebraska. Give me Nebraska. Just so I can root against OU. I just want to I hope Adrian or Taylor Adrian. I don't know which Martinez brother is there right now. No brother. No brother. No, They're not brothers. No, are not brothers. This is, this is the
3: topic of the last boss podcast. They look like uh. And uh, ESPN called Adrian Taylor. So, horror.
0: Okay. Not brothers, but <laughs> whichever one is there, I don't know which one is there. Just run him. He's a running back. Just run the Wildcat. He can't pass worth crap. Maybe a backdoor cover. I just want to – I'll root against OU. I'm fine living with that.
2: Give me Nebraska. Fair enough. Chalk one up for the Alliance there. You know,
0: um, I'm not, uh, no, I hate the Alliance. I'm not an Alliance. Big 12 gang on its own. We ain't SEC. We ain't Alliance. We're in our own streets, Bobby. I don't know what you're talking about. So
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. I forgot. I forgot they didn't invite you. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right.
3: Um, Jameson. who do you got? I think this is really simple to break it down like this. Can OU outscore them by a touchdown each quarter? Yes, I think so. Um, I feel pretty good about OU with this line. Uh, Tulane. I feel like we'd be remiss to not talk about, even though they played a poor opponent last week, but their offense was on fire in the first half. What was it, 56 or something points, you know, versus Morgan State? I I'm, I don't know that number. But all it was is they were putting up numbers. So, obviously, even though it was against
0: Oh, Tulane. Oh. Oh, yes, I thought Tulane. you were talking about, like, Western Carolina. I'm like, ooh, the Morgan State. Like, Yeah. Okay, so, so,
3: essentially, that game is absolutely pressing down OU. People are unsure about them. But here's the deal. That was an away game. This is a home game, baby. And we're going to get them going. I love me some OU minus 23 here. Love to hear it. Love
2: to hear it. Ty, who you got?
1: I think, I think OU is the reasonable take. Like I talked about on the last one, uh, you know, nothing would surprise me at this point with OU. But uh, like Jameson said, we can beat them by a touchdown in each quarter. And if we stay on the gas, which we've now proven that we're willing to do, um, I think this is an easy cover for Oklahoma. And I think it's going to be a, a great highlight reel game for OU. So give me OU minus 23.
2: Yep. I, I, I agree with you. As we touched on in the schooner pot of it, um, this might have been a chance for OU to have a letdown game like they did against Tulane. But, you know, I, I really think OU is going to be focused. This is our chance to really show out on a, nat- like, on a national stage against a team that at the very least has people watching them. I don't know why they would. Uh, I, I, I feel a lot of pity for the people in Nebraska that uh, have to watch them over and over again. Uh, and think that they might get back to where they were before, it, it's tragic. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think OU covers this. I think they put the put the pedal on the gas, really bury the Huskers here, um, and get the easy 23-point uh, cover, which is a crazy thing to say. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just think the Sooners will dominate in all facets of the game uh, and show out against the um, really only other Solid non-conference opponent on their schedule. So, all right, we have picked our slate. Now, time for our pa- favorite pick of the week, the wild card pick. And I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up here with it's kind of going back to the well, but not. So my pick is uh, Marshall minus ten over Eastern Carolina. Uh, I opened up the slate um, way back in week one. Um. Picked App State to beat Eastern Carolina by 10. That worked fine. I think Marshall might be better than App, honestly. Uh, they've been blowing teams out. Um, and granted, Eastern Carolina is a better team than that. But uh, I- I'm high on the Marshall offense. I think 10 is a very attainable uh, spread to um, to surpass. So give me the thundering herd to cover 10 points against Eastern Carolina.
0: Wait, before you get to your pick, tie. You think Marshall's better than App State after what App State did to arrange Miami team, buddy? What well, I mean, look, <laughs> we blew we... out Navy, Navy, who's like one of the worst teams in the FBS.
2: No, look, I, you I'm think just... they're better? I'm. I'm well, look, I, I just think we'll see it on the field. Last year we saw um, Marshall beat them pretty solid. I know last year isn't this year. That being said, uh, we will actually get to see that this matchup be played out uh, in a couple weeks. Um, Again, spicy take. Uh, App State has done more than Marshall, for sure. Um, And again, I'm not big on Miami, though, so maybe that's a spicy take. But, yeah.
1: Ty? Yeah, so for my pick, uh, let me get my pick out there and then my analysis and then my pick. So the game that I am picking is Arizona State at BYU. Uh, Currently, Arizona State is favored by three and a half. So all podcasts I've talked about, I think the reasonable thing to do week three is to look at people's resumes and put a lot of value in who they've played thus far. So BYU so far has played two ranked Pac-12 opponents. Well, I'm sorry, not ranked. They, They beat Arizona 24 to 16, And they beat a number 21 Utah team 26 to 17. Okay. Arizona State, currently the favorite, but it's an away game for them. And they have not played a ranked opponent. They played SUU, whoever that is, and beat them by 30 something. And then they played UNLV and beat them by 27. So, like I've been talking about all podcasts, I think the smart thing week three when we're starting to figure out these teams is to look at the person with, you know, the best sort of resume and take that as your safe bet. That's not what I'm doing here. Give me Arizona state forks up. Um I think they got it right here. They have not covered <laughs> um against a ranked opponent and in over three and a half spread and sometime apparently when they're favored, but I really, I, I'm picking with a heart here Um going back to the well, hopefully encouraging Jameson to go back to that Texas state. Well, but give me my, Arizona State Sun Devils forks up and let's get this this win here in uh, wherever BYU was located. I think somewhere in West Texas. <laughs> okay, there Another you go. The Twelve. So certainly it must be a Texas team, right? I, I
2: mean, honestly, anything west of Lubbock is West Texas at this point. So, uh, <laughs> gotcha, uh, Jameson. Who do you got as your wild card? I need all of y'all. This is actually a
3: pretty serious moment on the podcast. I, I need a moment of silence. So can everyone just please? Moment of silence for about ten seconds. Thank you, guys. I, I want to just come here and talk about. I will be ending my relationship with the Boco Bobcat of Texas State.
1: How many times have we heard that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they broke up
2: with you at this point, James. Yeah, you <laughs> chose against yeah. them. You both both exactly broken up they and moved on. That's like that's like. Like rampantly cheating on someone, and then being like, you know what? I, th- I, then they break up with you, and you're like, you know what? I think it's time to end this thing,
3: guys. Can you just please be here for me during this tough time? Uh, this, is, this is really tough for me to say, but I will no longer be picking Boko in any wild car picks. I believe there's uh, a following of us that that listen people that listen to this pod, like, who the heck is Boko every time. Yeah, Texas State. I, I think I think we need to go our separate ways. Um, so you say I'm,
1: that, and then they're gonna like just absolutely dominate for their covers for the rest. They, of the season. They're
3: they're playing Incarnate Word this week, and they do not have a line out, which is probably the reason <laughs> why I'm not picking it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's just go. Let's just go to my pick. I just had to, I just had to put that out there. Um, I, I will no longer be looking at Boco lines nor picking them. Here's a line that I really, really like, and it hurts me deep down. I'm really scared to pick it because I know it could come with a lot of um, bad. Let's just say it's just a lot of shit. If I if this goes wrong, but I really like it. Give me Texas minus 26 versus Rice at home, coming off rebounding. <laughs> I know, I know, I saw a lot of what happened, but I saw a lot of what happened to Arkansas, and they got manhandled. And there is a completely crisis at the quarterback position. But this is Rice. And this is at Austin, playing on the Longhorn Network, doing what they got to do. And 26 points for a Texas team versus a Rice team at home, I think is an absolute – that's an embarrassing number to me. Give me 26, Texas. Okay. That is a
1: bold move for the podcast, James. I applaud that. And if I could second your wild card, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know what? If Jameson doesn't cover, throw an extra loss on my scoreboard. <laughs> don't even give me a win if Texas covers. Texas has got this one. Go ahead and just throw an extra loss on my line that you guys don't even have to worry about. If Texas doesn't take this one. That's how that's how much I believe in Jameson here. Horns up. Let's get him. You know
2: who didn't cover uh you know who didn't cover that spread? That specific spread against Rice? Arkansas.
0: No, they did. They did.
2: They, they covered 27.
0: For most people for a lot of people, it was a backdoor cover. Wait, it the was hell like, it, was it was on comment? bad beats. It was on bad beats. Oh,
2: oh no, I was saying the, the, the Texas spread. Oh. I wasn't
0: talking about the Oh my god, spread. that's so confusing because the week before Arkansas played
2: Rice. Yeah, Ar- yes. oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Arkansas beat Rice by twenty one. I'm
3: very well aware that Texas did not do well versus Arkansas. I'm very well aware.
2: I'm just saying, common sometimes... opponents, transitive property, Jameson. It always works in sports.
3: That's some quick maths that I can't do in my head. My mind just sees Texas and horns up, baby.
2: There you he <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, our, our guy Whitman has five on rice. I like it. All right, Blake, who do you got? So whenever I'm
0: choosing my wild card picks, if it's not Nevada, I'm just looking at the slate, and I'm just looking for that line that's like, whoa. And that pops <laughs> out at me that just makes absolutely no sense. And there was one on there this week that just really made absolutely, it's ridiculous. SMU minus 13 and a half at LaTeX. Tech. Law Tech, look, people were hiled in because they gave Mississippi uh, Mississippi State a little run for their money at home. but look. LaTeX played Southeastern Louisiana Lions last week in <laughs> one by 3 at home. They won by 3. This team is, if you look at anybody's power rankings of 1 through 125, they are, they are consistently in the bottom 10 or 15. Like, this LaTeX team sucks. In SMU, I think SMU is pretty decent this year. They have Tanner Mordecai took over. Old OU quarterback doing decent. They were down last week at halftime to UNT, but look, they fought back. The offense was electric. And as long as you're competent, like, SMU beat UNT last week by more than 14 points, significantly. And you're telling me Law Tech a significantly worse team than UNT, they're playing, give me SMU. The number's just too weird, 13 and a half. I just, I gotta take that. I gotta believe in the ponies to then meet up with the frogs next week and have a good rivalry game. But this line just makes no sense.
2: Well, th- there you go. Uh, half of the weekend spread picking the rival. Uh, but honestly, in the case of Texas, y'all just, y'all love, y'all love throwing them horns up. So Big Texas
1: podcast.
2: Wait, 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 Blake. So in that case, are you going to, going to throw up the little hooves or no, it, no, it's, there's, it's close there's, there's,
0: there's, their sign is so bad. Like it is ours, but you can't higher. bend, yeah. You can't bend your fingers. Like it's like slightly bent. Oh, Jameson bent it too much. <laughs> hey, long fingers bent it, it too it's my much. It's slight,
1: it's
0: Those look like bend. rabbit ears.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: I want a good rubber rival, or a rivalry game a, a good, uh, a, next week. So it,
2: Oh, that's perfect. It's that's kind of funny. Rivalry game. I, I see what you did there. Um oh god. Get us all right. out this podcast. Yeah, no. This is a time of plug. This is a time of the weekend spread where we just get exhausted and say dumb stuff. Um, anyways, Ty, Jameson, Blake, can't wait for another great week of college football. I'm fired up, and I hope you, dear listeners, are as well. So, um, yeah, that has been the weekend spread presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll see you next week where we have more picks, more fun, and uh, more madness. Hopefully. But until then, enjoy your college football weekend. Good luck out there.